are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Monday, June 21st, 2021 edition of Locked On Dolphins. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And tell them Locked On sent you. I'm your host here on Locked On Dolphins, Kyle Krabs, Director of Scouting at the DraftNetwork.com, Managing Editor of USA Today's Dolphins, Wire Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and continuing the difficult conversation that there is to be had as it pertains to Miami Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard and his ongoing contract dispute, most specifically, depending on how things proceed over the course of of the next month or so, we could see Xavier Howard take this holdout to the next level and request a trade. And if that were to happen, it would be because the Dolphins and Howard are not able to properly align on finances. And you would have to assume that Xavier Howard is looking to become one of the most highly paid cornerbacks in all of football. I wrote this story yesterday for Dolphins Wire. But if Xavier Howard is simply content to be the highest paid cornerback on the Dolphins, you're looking at a fairly easy fix. Xavier Howard this year is due $12.1 million. Byron Jones this year is due 14 in new cash this upcoming season. So you give Xavier Howard a two-year boost and you project and extrapolate that over the course of the remaining four years of his contract. Boom, problem solved. But you, you really don't anticipate that that's the pathway and request that Xavier Howard is going to have. He wants to be number one paid corner, number two paid corner, the number one paid corner in football this upcoming season is Tredavious White of the Buffalo Bills, $18.25 million in pay, just ahead by $6,000 of Baltimore's Marlon Humphrey, $18.244 million and then number three is Jalen Ramsey, the Los Angeles Rams, who this year is getting paid $17.5 million. So this is not as simple as if Howard expects to be in that stratosphere, giving him a slight boost. And I don't think there's any scenario in which Xavier Howard agrees to a one-year bump to quote-unquote get us through the season, and then you revisit it again at the end of this uh, 2021 season. Because... What motivation does Xavier Howard have to accept a one-year solution to what is a long-term problem? His entire objective is my stock is likely to never get higher than what it is right now. Xavier Howard understands that he has a history of knee issues and has missed 30% of the games the Dolphins have played since he was drafted in the second round of the 2016 NFL Draft. What happens if he gets hurt and misses five games? What happens if he gets hurt and misses seven games, ten games? And then wants to come back to the negotiation table and have that conversation again with the Dolphins. He's just played 16 games for the second time in his NFL career in five tries. He's not going to accept the one-year bridge raise and then say, yeah, we'll, we'll figure the rest out after the year. Because that's where he stands to lose versus what his perceived value is right now. 
So, of course, part of the reason why this is complicated for the Dolphins is the Dolphins still have three day two NFL draft selections in safety Javon Holland, offensive lineman Liam Eichenberg, and tight end Hunter Long, who have yet to sign their rookie deals. What implication does that have on the Dolphins' salary cap? And of course, the Dolphins could part ways with guys like Jakeem Grant and Clayton Fazulam and uh, Alan Hearns and Jesse Davis if they needed to and manufacture enough salary cap space to fit a Xavier Howard pay raise in here if they had to. But it's worth noting that those three day two selections are yet to be under contract when looking at Miami's current cap situation. Over the cap has the Dolphins at $5.2 million in cap space. And uh, thanks to the rookie wage scale, which was put in place uh, not too long ago as a part of collective bargaining negotiations between the NFLPA and uh, NFL ownership, there's very little guesswork as far as what contracts are going to be worth because it's all out of a pool and it's reduced by percentage points based on further and further down you get in the draft queue. So Javon Holland, and this projection comes to us from SpotTrack, projected value, signing bonus, and 2021 cap hit for each of the three remaining unsigned rookies for the Dolphins. Javon Holland was drafted 36th overall, projected total value four years, $8.71 million dollars. Uh, signing bonus projected to be 3.69 with a projected 2021 cap hit of $1.58 million. Liam Eikenberg, Dolphins traded from 50 to 42. Projected total value, $8.01 million. Projected signing bonus, $3.18 million. Projected 2021 cap hit, $1.45 million. Tight end Hunter Long, projected value four years, $4.98 million. Projected signing bonus, $973,000. Projected 2021 cap hit, $903,000. So those three guys combined, you're looking at $3.95 million in cap space that's yet to be used, but the Dolphins are on the books for it. And that's projected, so it might be a little higher, a little lower, depends. But generally speaking, another $4 million of what the Dolphins have in cap space is going to be committed by their rookies. So any extension that the Dolphins, or any renegotiation, I should say, it's not really an extension, it's a renegotiation of the extension, and that was Brian Flores' words, nobody else's, is going to come down to who you can get rid of to manufacture space if you decide you want to play ball. The alternative, of course, is to not play ball Xavier Howard then likely would request a trade, and then it becomes a big question for the Dolphins of, can we get the value we expect back, yes or no? And if the answer is yes, then you make a deal. And that's what the rest of today's show is going to be dedicated to, which is exploring a couple of teams that could make sense if this situation gets that far, which we hope it does not, but listen. It's June 21st. We're over a month away from training camp. This is a very prominent storyline, so what I would like to do is treat it like we treated the NFL draft. 
We want to be prepared for all angles on all fronts, for all possibilities, so that way when a decision is made, we will have the best possible understanding of the what and the why and the how. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and UFC. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information available to you. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So what I've done is I've looked at the NFL landscape and tried my absolute best to identify what teams could make sense if the Xavier Howard saga reaches a point in which there is a request for a trade. Who could be the contenders to meet Miami's expected asking price? And the first team that I came to is a team that the Dolphins have done business with not that long ago and a team that is in desperate, desperate need of cornerback help the Arizona Cardinals. In recent memory, we've seen the Cardinals trade for running back Kenyon Drake. We've seen the Dolphins trade for quarterback Josh Rosen. So there is a bit of a pipeline here between these two teams. The Cardinals this past offseason bid farewell to Patrick Peterson, who has been there for a decade, uh, been a staple of the Arizona Cardinals organization. And you think about the division that they play in, the NFC West. And Arizona is kind of in a S or get off the pot type situation here with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. And something's got to give or you're going to make a big jump. But you're playing against, in the NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams who traded for Matt Stafford and have Sean McVay. You're playing against the San Francisco 49ers who are going to be healthy or much healthier than they were last year, have just drafted Trey Lance with the number three overall pick and have Kyle Shanahan as their head coach slash play designer. And then you also have the Seattle Seahawks with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson. So you as the Cardinals, you've bid farewell to Patrick Peterson and your cornerback room as things currently stand. And this is not a joke. I'm not kidding. Malcolm Butler, Robert Alford, Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson, Tay Gowan, Darquise Denard, Lorenzo Burns, Picasso Nelson, Tay Hayes. These are the names that occupy the Arizona Cardinals' cornerback room. And they have some really appealing pieces. Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, Marcus Golden, Buda Baker... Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, although Chandler Jones appears to be ready for a new contract as well, so his long-term standing may or may not fit. You got some really good pieces in the front seven in Buda Baker. But you're going to bang heads with Matt Stafford and the Rams, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers, and Russell Wilson, D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and the Seattle Seahawks, and your top two corners are Robert Alford and Malcolm Butler? <laughs> good luck! Genuinely, good luck. If I'm Arizona, I'm absolutely plugged into what's happening in Miami. I'm plugged into what's happening 
in New England with the San Francisco or with Stephon Gilmore and the New England Patriots. And I am hoping and pleading that somebody requests a trade and things get so bad that a team is willing to deal. Because if you go into the season like that, that's the kind of crippling backbreaker and a flaw in your roster construction that could derail a team that has a lot of potential. Your offense has firepower, Kyler Murray, obviously. But right now you're banking on beating teams uh, 50 to 47 every week. What could Arizona give you? Well, I'm not trading Xavier Howard. I, I think it's unrealistic given Howard's profile as a player with the knee injuries and the age and the financial implications that he's expecting a payday right away immediately. I don't think you're going to get a Jalen Ramsey, Laramie Tunsil-sized haul. And I understand some Dolphins will say, well, Dolphins fans will say, well, that's fine. Then you keep Xavier Howard, you call his bluff, you make him sit. That's a perfectly justifiable approach. And the Dolphins, if they chose to do that, I would understand why. But they did trade Minka Fitzpatrick when they didn't have to because they want players who want to be here. And if you have an opportunity to bring back a player that could also help you in addition to future assets, that's where things get interesting for me. Arizona would have to send a one, a day two selection, and ideally a player along with it to kind of help make this worth the Dolphins' while. The good news is with the Dolphins' uh, cornerback room and situation in defensive backfield, you don't need to ask him for a corner because it's not like they really have anything appealing to give you. Of course, Chandler Jones is an interesting name to acknowledge here. I'm not sure the Dolphins would want to take on an older pass rusher who's looking for a big contract or not, but it's at least worth identifying as an opportunity to add another dominant pass rush piece who has experience within the New England Patriots system. As far as who else they could give you, I'm not really sure. You know, maybe Christian Kirk at wide receiver. Do you need another wide receiver? Not really an easy answer there one way or another. But there are at the very least a few pieces that you could see. I mentioned Kirk and Chandler Jones specifically. As pieces who could be intriguing in addition to a first-round pick and a day-two selection as well. Arizona has the biggest need for a team that's under the most pressure and has the biggest hole at corner, and you get them out of the AFC. There's a, a couple of boxes there that, where that would be a team I would be interested in, in talking shop with if Xavier Howard really tried to press your feet to the fire. No need to press your feet to the fire to get you sold on Built Bar, though. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These are the world's most delicious protein bar. We're talking 100% chocolate, 10 flavors to choose from, high in protein and fiber, low in calories and sugar. So whether you're looking for something post-workout, keto-friendly, a delicious snack throughout the course of the day, Built Bar can fill that void for you. Right now, you can visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15, to save 15%. Rock Auto is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online for the last 20 years. 
So whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, rockauto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, prices are the same at rockauto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The next pair of teams on this little galaxy brain side excursion here in the offseason for potential teams to talk business with if Xavier Howard tries to force his way from the Dolphins is a pair of teams that are frequently in denial about where they are at as football teams, uh, both in the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles, who Miami just did business with this past offseason, and the Dallas Cowboys. So Dallas made a very concentrated effort to remake the defensive side of the football with Dan Quinn stepping in to become the defensive coordinator. They're expected to have a lot of length at corner, going to run a lot of cover three. The Dolphins ran a fair amount of cover three, and Xavier Howard quite instinctive. His interception against the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert on third down, a cover three rep in which he understands down and distance, situational football, played the sticks, Really, really good instincts. Uh, So he can fill that role for the Dallas Cowboys as far as being a lockdown corner if the Cowboys, for whatever reason, felt that they were a cornerback away from competing in the NFC. Now, of course, getting Dak Prescott back on that offense will be helpful. But you look at the rest of the talent on the defensive side of the ball, your redeeming players, Micah Parsons, first-round pick, Demarcus Lawrence, stud pass rusher. You have a couple of former high picks at linebacker, Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, neither of which are living up to their expectations now. And like, this secondary is just as bad, if not worse, than what Arizona has. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, at the very least, you got Darius Slay. And Philadelphia's notoriously been a team that will bring in a big money player, restructure five contracts, to manufacture the cap space to make it happen, and perhaps even more appealing, Philadelphia has a ton of draft capital at their disposal, thanks in part because of the Carson Wentz trade, but also thanks in part to their trade back with, you guessed it, the Miami Dolphins to go from 6 to 12. If you can get these teams interested in playing off of one another, then you might have a little something here as far as hopefully bidding up the price of Xavier Howard to a point in which you could get something closer to what everybody's utopian return is for a trade. Philadelphia, they have Darius Slay. Their other outside corner is Avante Maddox. If you pair Slay with Xavier Howard, you got a really good group. And Philadelphia, as far as what they have at their disposal, if they were to manufacture a trade, they do not have a lot of cap space, but we've already mentioned how Roseman's going to be willing to do some restructure type stuff. But they also have a number of players that they could save significant money for if they moved him. Derek Barnett, former first-round pick. Do I think he's a particularly good player? No. 
Is he a Shaq Lawson caliber pass rusher? Yes. Is there not a long-term commitment involved? Yes. He's reaching the end of his rookie contract. And he's less expensive than Xavier Howard, so you know you're going to have the money to afford him. Maybe a tire worth kicking in addition to, again, a first-round pick and a day-two selection. Philadelphia will have the opportunity uh, to move Zach Ertz, the tight end. Not interested in him for Miami's purposes, but just kind of looking at their salary cap situation, there's plenty of room to be had if they were to move Barnett and trade Zach Ertz away or cut Zach Ertz, who they've been kind of trending towards. Zach Ertz has already filed the official goodbye Philadelphia statement on social media. That's going to save eight and a half million. If they were to trade Barnett and cut or trade Zach Ertz over the course of the next month, you're looking at $18.5 million in cap space for the Philadelphia Eagles. Great. That sounds like enough room to accommodate Xavier Howard, does it not? And you can worry about the rest long-term as you go. Philadelphia, their aggressiveness, Howie Roseman, always a team to consider in these kinds of situations. The last team that I have is a team that you know, is really interesting to watch, and they would have the cap space if their quarterback saga uh, ends up in a trade of their own, and that's the Green Bay Packers. And you know, maybe if you're trading Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not suggesting that Rodgers is a destination for Miami, I would say never say never in Miami's bid to be aggressive and find a splash, but I'd be very surprised if that was a route that they took given Rodgers' short-term forecast and the price that he will command. If you're trading Aaron Rodgers, perhaps you're not looking to bring in other high-profile players, but then again, you're also looking at a quarterback on a rookie contract, so you have the flexibility. And Green Bay is a good second corner away from arguably beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. I mean, let's be completely honest. Kevin King lost them the football game, and they drafted Eric Stokes in the first round of this year's draft to go with Jair Alexander. And regardless of what you think of Eric Stokes, if you can put Xavier Howard in your secondary to go with Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, with... Uh, Zadarius Smith, Sean Gary, Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, all rushing the passer. I don't care where Aaron Rodgers goes. Jordan Love just has to keep this thing between the lines. So that's an interesting contender, legitimate contender to watch. And I think the only reason it's entertainable by them is because the Aaron Rodgers saga may open up the cap space to allow this to happen. And if it does, and they they suddenly find themselves as a team quarterbacked by a rookie on a rookie contract, why not? Let's go in. And you already have the quarterback, so it's not necessarily like you're in desperate need to draft a new one in 2022 anyway. So there's a couple of teams to entertain here, all on the NFC side of the fence, but all interesting profiles that could make sense if Xavier Howard tries to press the Dolphins and they say, you know what, let's see what we could get. Why not? He don't want to be here. Let's see. Let's see if we can make him happy, get him somewhere, and let's see if we can get a compensation worth our while. Kyle Krabs, tomorrow's Power to the Pod, as always on Tuesdays. 
Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Locked On Dolphins. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. You can send your questions, hot takes, you name it, review the show, or you can tweet at LockedOnFins with a PH with the hashtag power to the pod. Enjoy the rest of your Mondays. Thanks as always for listening. Fins up. Hope to talk to you guys again tomorrow.